doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trace it out of sight. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome to the start of the NFL season and free agency, and what a start do we have. <laughs> What's going on, Tom? Oh, I have nothing much here. I'm just watching all this news, and it is crazy, some of the stuff that's happening right now in the NFL. Well, let's start with the craziest one, because... Even in fantasy football terms, if these two players were <laughs> traded right now, it would be a dumb-looking trade. <laughs> and it's an even dumber in the actual NFL. DeAndre mm. Hopkins no longer paired up with Deshaun Watson. He is now paired up with Kyler Murray. Which is completely fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think their two quarterbacks are comparable. I think maybe... Hopkins is, or not Hopkins, Watson is a little bit more polished of a quarterback at this point just because he's had more time to be in the NFL. But I think it's pretty good for the Cardinals. I don't know how this is anything close to a loss for them because, what, they gave up David Johnson, a second-rounder, and a fourth-rounder. Yeah, so the, they're the really not losing much there. Hopkins in a fourth this year for David Johnson, a fourth next year, and a right, second right. this year. That's it. That is it. Yep. So basically, they if if the Texans don't go after a wide receiver in the first round or the second round, they don't have a, a complete, first round pick. They don't even have the first round. Okay, so if they don't take a wide receiver with this second round pick, they they it's one of the worst trades of all time. It's already, like, in my opinion, one of the worst trades of all time because we have no idea what David Johnson is going to be. Exactly. And well, here just just for uh, comparison purposes. I have a list of all the wide receiver wide receivers that have been traded away for a first round pick. DeAndre Hopkins, not among these. <laughs> right, right. The ones that have been are Percy Harvin, mm, <laughs> Roy Williams, mm, oh man, Joey Galloway, mm, mm. Peerless Price, <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson. All right, that one makes sense. Brandon Cooks. Okay. Brandon Cooks again. <laughs> Amari Cooper and Odell Beckham Jr. Right. The, oh, the and last Randy Moss. Few Sorry, ones. Randy Moss. Okay. All of them last few ones make sense. The first few didn't make a lot no, of sense. Not really. Wow. <sighs> How so, do you get Hopkins without giving up a first rounder? I don't know. And you That's gave crazy. up an, a horrible, horrible contract for a running back that we right. have no idea how he's going to produce. He's making like $12 million this year, and mm -hmm. they took on all of that in Houston. They took all of his contract. So That's crazy. what does this mean for fantasy? Since we're a fantasy football show, we got to <laughs> talk about fantasy football-related newsworthy items. And the last time DeAndre Hopkins faced off against the NFC West... Now he gets to play each of these teams two Twice. times. Yeah. Last time was in 2017, so not that long ago. Of course, mm -hmm. the teams have changed a little bit. But he, in four games, amassed 560 yards, 30 catches, <laughs> and four touchdowns. Now, we know he's good, <laughs> but if he's this good against NFC West, which we've always thought had good defenses, Kyler Murray's going to have a field day. 
Yeah, I think for fantasy purposes, this actually is, I mean, it's fine for Hopkins. I don't think it's going to take anything away from him. But I think Kyler Murray, man, this this boosts his value a lot to me. Uh, because now you got you got all sorts of weapons at the wide receiver position. You got Hopkins, you got Fitzgerald, you still got Kirk and uh, Butler coming off that injury. And even uh, uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Andy Isabella still there as well. So they right, have all true. sorts of weapons there. They're probably going to so carry options. six wide receivers on the team and just ditch the tight end position because I guess they just yeah. aren't going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's true, but I, I I do think it does boost uh, Murray's draft stock in fantasy football just a little bit. He will be one of those if we are waiting on quarterbacks. When it gets right. to that ninth, 10th, 11th round, you're like, hmm, do I go for the home run? Or do I play it safe and take somebody, you know, like Matt Stafford or somebody <laughs> like that that you know should be fine? But, you know, these home run picks in that ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th round have been working out lately. Lamar yeah. Jackson and Carson Wentz have been in those positions where you can take them real late and you've wound up with gold. So maybe Kyler Murray's going to be the one next year. That's uh, very possible. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm, I'm going to predict this. I think Kyler Murray, it's going to be like 50% of the drafts and mock drafts that you go. I think he's going to go way higher than what he probably should. Of course. Because people are going to see this and they're going to be like, oh, I liked what he did last year. And he's going to go, it's going to be stupid and it's fine. It just won't take him then. But I I, I think he's got a lot more value now with Hopkins uh, as an option for him to throw to. Of course, and we might as well just talk about it now along with it. Uh, Kenyon Drake was yeah. transition tagged, so Arizona has the uh, right of first refusal and offering the match to whatever he can get in free agency. So I'm assuming he's not going anywhere, and that's why yeah. they let David Johnson go. So they exactly. have their offense intact. Kenyon Drake could be a very interesting piece next year in fantasy. I mean, this opens everything up for him if he's there in in uh, with the Cardinals. I mean, this this guy we've seen it last year where he had games where it was just unbelievable. Two games, both of them were like over forty points per yes. piece. Yes. I mean, that, that's amazing. So this could open things up even more. He could even have a more successful regular season altogether through the whole season, not just a couple games. Uh, obviously, we have to see what happens here, but. I think I think this Arizona team is going to be pretty good. I'm not going to count them out until yeah. I can see them on the field. Who knows? I mean, Larry Fitzgerald might just get a sense of rejuvenation having I think all this, those weapons. He's like, hey, I'm not going to be double covered. I'm going to be that right. guy that's going to just kind right. of hover over in the zone, and I'm going to get open like I normally do, and people are going to forget about me. So maybe there, right there, is a late-round wide receiver mm-hmm. pick going into the next season that you can just stash. You know you're going to be fine with Larry Fitzgerald here and there, but it might be a really safe yeah. round pick now. I actually tend to agree with that. Well, since... Arizona doesn't care about its tight end. Um, Baltimore doesn't care about its third string tight end. And Atlanta (laughs) didn't care about their first string tight end. And what does all this mean? It means Atlanta got Hayden Hurst for the Ravens. (laughs) (laughs) They gave up 
a second round pick and a fifth round pick to get Hayden Hurst and a fourth round pick. So he was I, almost as valuable as DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is not good. No. That's ter- I mean, he's proven nothing. I mean, I think he's got potential there. But as far as what he's done in the NFL, it's just really been a very, very lackluster. Well, I mean, there's no point. I don't understand this trade either. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't I mean, understand it as far as what they gave up to get him. Obviously, Hurst exactly was a high draft pick in the NFL. So there mm-hmm. is the potential there, and he is going to a tight end friendly scheme. So he could put up similar numbers if he has the ability to stay on the field and right. actually learn that offense because we all saw what Austin Hooper did, and, well, Austin Hooper's not there anymore. We'll get to him in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Baltimore, I mean, they already had uh, Mark Andrews, so it's not like they needed Yeah, they didn't need him, but. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird, weird situation. Now, yeah. Before we get to the free agent signings, we still have to talk about a possibility (laughs) of one of the best running backs that fantasy football has seen over the last few years possibly being traded. And Mm -hmm. again, not even for a first-round pick is what the reports are. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. You all remember him. He might get traded for somewhere in between a second and a fourth round pick, depending on if the team cares to pick up his entire salary. It's pretty, this is, this is crazy. I mean, I understand this is basically, this just tells you how much they don't trust in Todd Gurley right now. I I just think all this off the last year with all the knee injury and all this stuff, and he didn't really perform that great last year. He did okay, but it wasn't what we expected out of him from years past. This just this to me this the nail in the coffin. Like they don't want him for a reason. Are you really willing to trade a second round pick at this point for Todd Gurley? Like maybe they make that argument. Whoever's going to trade for him is like, ah, we'll give you a third, but a second rounder. I mean. We'll, you guys are trading him for a reason. I don't know. This is, it's it's crazy because two years ago he was like the top back in the league. Yeah, he was fantasy the football. consensus number one pick in fantasy football just two short crazy. years ago. But then oh. again, we said that about David Johnson as well. That's true. So <laughs> something true. about running backs, and we've got more running backs to talk about later. But we mentioned him, Austin Hooper. He has yep. now signed. With we all thought maybe there was some possibility of him going to the Packers. Mm. Um, the Bears were interested yeah. in tight end. Hunter Henry got franchised, so they didn't get a chance to get him. Apparently, they weren't all in on Austin Hooper. So who picks him up? The Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it makes sense for them. I I think I don't know why he would want to go to Cleveland at this point, <laughs> but it makes sense for them. I mean. Listen, if if Mayfield can't get it done with the weapons he has now, I, I just don't I don't get it. I won't get it at all. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Njoku at this point, but maybe they just go a double tight end type of thing and see what happens. But you got two guys there you know can catch the ball and play really well, and then you got two guys on the outside in Landry and OBJ. Unless OBJ gets traded, we don't really know what's going on there, but. Uh, the weapons there, as far as passing the ball, you still got Hunt, you still got Chubb. If they can't get it done, what are they, What else can they do? 
Yeah, and uh, I believe I just saw that Case Keenum was signed for a backup role behind Baker Mayfield in Cleveland as well. <laughs> so okay. that's an interesting pickup. Obviously, Case Keenum, if something were to happen to Mayfield, he is a capable starter in the NFL, but that's usually what happens when you have a team that's already able to win. And I'm not sure that the Browns have shown us that they are already no. able to win, but they're nope. making the moves because they also signed Jack Conklin. Um, yeah. Sorry, Jets fans. That is yep. not somebody that will be joining you. Uh, and speaking of Jets, uh, when we're done recording this show, we'll be recording episode two of the Back Row yes. Jets show. So stick around if you're on Twitch to see that one. Uh, if not, you can follow the link in our show notes. If you're a Jets fan or just want to hear us talk about the Jets, we'll be doing that later tonight too. <laughs> So, let's move on. Let's talk about some wide receivers that are still mm. out there. One of those is a, a fan favorite of this show, Emmanuel Sanders. I have not heard any rumors about where he might be linked to going to. The Jets could obviously use him, and we'll probably talk about that a little bit later. Yep. Uh, but where where do you think Emmanuel Sanders fits in anywhere right now? I mean... The Jets are a possibility. Um, I think, I mean, teams that need, I mean, the Bills kind of need something. It would be crazy if he went back to the Broncos. I don't think that would ever happen. No, probably not. Um, uh, the Colts, maybe? I mean, that's that makes kind of sense to me. I kind of like the Colts. I, I wouldn't doubt that the, maybe the Eagles do something with Emmanuel Sanders. All right. All right. Well, wait and think for just one second. Who okay. is in desperate need of a wide receiver right now the houston texans that's true <laughs> that's that is very true i mean you kind of blocked that out of your head because it just happened but right, yeah that's exactly true. that's a good point i don't mind that at all i think that's a possibility the packers even need wide receiver help oh, at this point um shoot there's a there's a lot of teams that could actually use him so it's kind of difficult to know i mean he could go anywhere he could go to the saints even you yeah. could go the Raiders. I mean, there's there's a lot of possibilities out there. I, I'm it's weird. I'm going with the Colts. Okay, all right. Well, I think I I don't even know. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I think should be in the AFC somewhere. I'm thinking there are more <laughs> AFC wide receiver needy teams. Probably. Oh man, you know I could see him even possibly going to the Patriots. I know you don't want to hear that, but that yeah. is a distinct possibility. So some, somewhere in the AFC East, I actually could see him going multiple places there. I mean, he could go basically all four of them. Right. I mean, like the Dolphins actually probably have the best receiving core at this point, <laughs> That's which pretty is pretty sad. sad to say. But, yeah, I could see him going – to the Patriots, the Bills, the Jets, or the Dolphins at this point, and that's yeah. completely possible. Well, we have basically one other big-name wide receiver that we do not know what is mm -hmm. going on with right now because the Dallas Cowboys have franchised, De franchised Dak Prescott, <laughs> which is fine with me as an Eagles fan. They can spend all the money in the world on Dak Prescott. Right. I'm not sad about that. What does that mean for Amari Cooper? Because... They let Byron Jones go. He is now on the Dolphins. So the okay. Dolphins have a really 
good cornerback duo between him and Xavier Howard now, which means Amari Cooper should have some wiggle room for a contract if he wants to stay on the Cowboys. But I'm starting to wonder if that's actually going to happen. If they haven't done it by now, I don't think it's going to happen. I just think he, and I'm going to say this during the Jets thing too, I'm going to say it now as well, but I think he has had, he's made his point. He's a good enough wide receiver to where people are looking at him and they say, this guy is good. And so I think he's going to go for the money. And if the Cowboys aren't going to dish it out, he's going to go somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, obviously Packers fans have their um, head in the clouds right now. Ooh, maybe we can trade for OBJ. Ooh, maybe we can sign Amari Cooper. Yet you'll probably end up drafting three wide receivers and who knows (laughs) what you're going to get because – I just I don't see them spending that much money for a 1A, 1B type of situation. It would be great for Aaron Rodgers if that happened, but it is Amari Cooper's decision, and I think he's going to get the most money if he stays in Dallas. Whether that's true. that's good enough for Dallas to keep winning is a whole different story. I, you know he might get the most money in Dallas, but I'm not I'm not 100% on that. I think a lot of people saw him last year, and they see the, all the great things he did because he had some great moments, but they were not seeing the other moments. I think he might leave Dallas. I don't think he's going to stay there. That's just my little prediction. I don't really know where he's going to go. I mean, he could go anywhere that can afford him. I mean, I, it's going to be Difficult, and that's that might be your best point to why he might stay in Dallas, but no. I, I just don't see it. We'll we'll have to ask this question on both shows too. As a Jets fan and as a fantasy mm-hmm. football person, what you know about Amari Cooper, would you want him as a member of the Jets? And if so, would you want him on your fantasy football team? Um, yeah, we're <laughs> definitely going to cover this in the next, yeah. uh, in the Jets back row Jets show, but, uh, I'm just, I'll keep it short and simple. Uh, no and yes <laughs> at the same time. I wouldn't mind him, but I just, I, there's something about Amari Cooper that just bothers me I know. and we'll get more in depth into the, uh, in the back row Jets show okay. on that. But yeah, it's going to be a, it probably, a soft no. Okay. And real quick, because there's a picture right behind my head. I don't know if you've looked <laughs> at the live feed, but there's a picture of two free agents right now, Tom Brady and Robbie Anderson. We'll get to Tom Brady in a minute, but since we're talking about wide receivers, Robbie Anderson's still out there. We don't know what's going on with him. Not Obviously, really, no. You'd like to have him back. I wouldn't mind if the Eagles signed him. So Makes sense. there's interest in him, um, but he, he's – one of those in-betweeners because we don't know fully if he can be a number one wide receiver, probably not a typical number one wide receiver. And how much do you pay for somebody that's not a typical number one wide receiver? That's exactly the point. And I really don't know what Robbie Anderson's train of thought is right now. So I I, I honestly can't – I don't know where he would go. I honestly do not have any idea about Robbie Anderson. All right. Well, we've got a couple of running backs we can talk about. One of them just got cut today. 
Devonta <laughs> Freeman, he wasn't really too much of a cap casualty, but the Falcons have given up a lot of people today. They let an offensive lineman go. They let one of their best cornerbacks go. Granted, he was making like $10 million, And they let Devonta Freeman go and let Austin Hooper go in free agency. So it's going to be a yep. very different-looking team next year. Devonta Freeman, maybe he is somebody that gets a new lease on life. I'm not going to hold my I, breath. <laughs> I'm making a prediction with him oh, right now. Boy, he's, here we go. He's he's going to go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs, even though they um, re-signed Damian Williams for a year. not Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's still going to the Chiefs, and McCoy won't be there either. Well, McCoy, I think, is pretty yeah. much saw his last legs. Devonta Freeman, in a split role, he has always done well. If he can stay healthy in a split that's role. That's the point that's where the Chiefs will succeed, whether yep. or not that translates to fantasy. I'm not so sure. It'll be another yeah. headache. And if you get them both in like a best ball type situation, you might be okay. <laughs> but as a standalone, I would not put my money on either one of those going into the year if, in fact, he did go to Kansas no. City. Agree. Another running back I felt was going to go to the Texans Probably not yeah, happening, it's not happening now. Uh, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, maybe he signs in Miami. They were doing a lot of things down there. He'd been linked there a little bit before. So it would make sense if he's feeling confident that Miami is actually doing some things for the next couple of years, if they're able to draft Tua or you know, even have some success this year with Ryan Tannehill, their wide receivers are fine. they got to get a couple of guys back from injury. If they get Melvin Gordon and Mike Kosicki takes another step forward, it's actually that whole division is going to be wide open. Yeah. Um, I actually think he could go to Miami. I, I, I actually think he might go, I might go to the Falcons. Now that they need something, I don't see any reason for them to think that Melvin Gordon isn't an upgrade at this point. Oh, he's so, for sure an upgrade. But right. What? is the Falcons plan like they're letting everybody go why I don't think they take, have a plan yeah why would you take Melvin Gordon if you kind of basically don't think you're gonna win this year because everything they have done is not for a winning season I I don't know I just don't think that there's any they don't have any real train of thought I mean the last few seasons they've been just all over the place so that's kind of where I'm seeing them. They're going to try to win, and they're going to try and do this with uh, uh, free agents and whatnot. I just don't – since they lost that Super Bowl, it's been just chaos for them. And I don't, think, I don't think they can correct it anytime soon. And if they, if they can correct it, it's going to have to be through the draft. The Patriots ended the Falcons' whole career. That seems like <laughs> it. It really does. That is wonderful. Uh, speaking of the Patriots – well, let's start off with our quarterbacks, the free agents that are out there. Obviously, everybody's wondering what Tom Brady's going to do. Uh, he's probably not going to the Chargers. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's coming down to either Tampa Bay or New England. Mm -hmm. And I nah, am 90% sure it's just going to be New England again, and he's just playing a game waiting to see if the Patriots give him a couple more actual weapons that can stay on the field and produce. 
Yeah, we know it's not the Titans now that Tannehill's been signed in. Right. Basically, all the other rumors, he was going to all these places. I I saw something online where somebody said, I'm just waiting for Tom Brady to hold an ESPN press conference oh, and do the whole <laughs> LeBron thing. And he's like, oh, I'm just going back to Miami. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tom Brady. I'm taking my... Uh, talents in the system that I've played in forever and just going to stay right there. Thanks. <laughs> That's my prediction. Yeah. I honestly think he goes back to New England. Yeah, I don't see any reason why he would want to go to Tampa Bay. They've got some young pieces. They did franchise uh, Barrett, so they are taking an interest in their defense. But why? I did hear rumors. This is a while ago. I heard rumors that San Francisco was interested. Yeah, I've seen those rumors too, but my goodness, that would just, why? Why? That would be such a gut punch to Garoppolo. <laughs> that would be like, really? He's taking over again? Again. Like, I have to be behind this guy again. And they, they'd obviously trade Garoppolo in a heartbeat. But so there's no reason to have him. But at his salary, who's trading for him? Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> I... There's no, I don't see him going to San Francisco, but I just, I don't. There's so rumors about Tom Brady that there's just, you don't even know what's going to happen. Nope. It's just all up in the air, but honestly, I think it all just means he's going back to New England. More than likely. More yeah. than likely. Now, we know Phillip Rivers isn't going back to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read an article this morning saying this afternoon we'll hear him be announced as the new quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. But I've not seen that. So something's going on there. I don't know what's the holdup, but it kind of makes sense. They are in a win-now mode. Uh, yeah. I believe you predicted that's where Emmanuel Sanders would land. Yeah, in Indianapolis. Uh, if that happened, and T.Y. Hilton, um, Eric Ebron is a free agent. Not that that's a huge deal, but yeah. Um, it would make sense for him to land there to give it another year or two shot at making the playoffs and making a run for the Super Bowl. I like that. I guess the other place he could land, although I don't think Tampa Bay would be a good spot. I just I think don't think Tampa they, Bay is a good spot for any quarterback right now. Just Jameis Winston. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> there, I, I was seeing uh, the list out there, apparently, the list that the Bucks had for quarterbacks, and it was, you know, Brady and Tannehill and Rivers and somebody, and then Winston was, like, fifth on that list. And I was like, <laughs> really? I mean, come on. The guy just had LASIK surgery. He's going to have 20-20 vision for the first time in his life, and he's going to throw for Forty-eight hundred yards, forty touchdowns, and two interceptions. It's it's a given. <laughs> if that happened, oh my gosh, I'd be going to get LASIK surgery right now. <laughs> right, goodness. Oh, so yeah, uh, Rivers, Winston, uh, Brady, still out there. It, it's a quarterback carousel. Mm-hmm. Cousins, Kirk Cousins, extended two more yep. years, sixty-six more million dollars for him. I don't know any of the people that I know that are Vikings fans were just like, why? Why are we throwing more money at this guy when we've got <laughs> needs? And, yeah, I don't get it. it. It freed up a little bit of cap space for this year, but I That's haven't seen them make any moves. They re-signed their fullback. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> 
so yeah, the the last of the quarterback nonsense that we've got going on right now, we have Teddy Bridgewater, Nick Foles, and Andy Dalton all linked to the Chicago Bears right now. <laughs> Just get them all. Oh my gosh. I think Bridgewater makes the most sense for the Bears. Yeah, but are they really not going to stay with what they got right now? I mean, they traded up to get this guy, and it's only been two years. Can you give him a third year, three strikes, you're out? Or what's going on? You really want to go with Bridgewater to the Foles? Or I, I think Andy Dalton's done. I think right now he's a career backup for the rest of these for the rest of his career. I don't see him going to the Bears. If he goes to the Bears, it's going to be an absolute crap show. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be good for Andy Dalton if he goes to the Bears. Nick Foles, I could see being successful. I think Bridgewater makes the most sense, though. Bridgewater, as far as a future goes, right. makes the most sense. Nick Foles is kind of a win-now-ish type quarterback if he fits your mm-hmm. system. He has just been one of the unluckiest and luckiest quarterbacks in the last <laughs> few <true>. years. <laughs> it's insane how great he has been and then how unlucky he got last year and how unlucky he got that Gardner Minshew played well enough for them to be like, well, mm-hmm. maybe if we can get rid of this contract, if somebody stupid like the Bears will take it on, I don't care <laughs> what we getting back for him. I will laugh. We both know a lot of Bears fans in this area, mm-hmm. and I would just giggle every time football would be brought up between those people because <laughs> it's not the answer. Mitch Trubisky's no. not the answer. No. Fools wouldn't be the answer. Dalton certainly isn't the answer. Even yeah. Bridgewater's probably not the answer. It's at least an attempt to be the it's answer. It's an attempt. Bridgewater yeah. is a consistent quarterback that can play very well if the defense is performing at a high level and that's what they have done in the past as that's the true. Chicago Bears so if they can get back to that Teddy Bridgewater I think would make the most sense Mitch Trubisky I don't know no I don't even know I think they need to give him one more year just to make sure he's not I don't know that last year was a fluke because the year before he was actually okay last year was just absolutely horrendous I mean it was horrible so, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I, I, I wish I knew what the Bears were going to do here, but I, I think Bridgewater just makes the most sense. If they're going to do anything, it has to be Bridgewater. It cannot be Dalton. It that would just be, be the Dalton. worst. That would be the worst thing they could possibly do. I'd rather just stick with Trubisky. Yeah, you don't need you don't need Andy Dalton right now. No, they're they're not making a run anywhere. It's not like no. they've got. They're just like one mediocre quarterback away from having an offense that can finish a game. Yeah, well, the Red Rifle is not <laughs> that guy anymore. Um, there's also one more quarterback out there, Marcus Mariota. Like, yeah. obviously, he's not going to be a starter wherever he goes, but mm. it would be an intriguing name to see if he goes to a spot that doesn't have the greatest starting quarterback in the world, like maybe the Raiders, where Derek Carr yeah. is presumed not the answer there, or somewhere like the Broncos, where we yeah. really don't know what they've got in Drew Locke and Brandon Allen and those guys. So, it's worth looking at just 
if you're in super flex leagues, it's worth seeing where some of these guys go. If you can snatch a guy or two in one of those, just, just in case, like we did last year with Ryan Tannehill, we knew it was coming. Now this is a different yeah. situation. We had faith in Tannehill already, so that made more sense. I don't have much faith in Marcus Mariota, but if he gets on no. the field, he's at least somebody you can stick in a super flex lineup if you're in a pinch. <laughs> That's true for <laughs> fantasy purposes. But I, I just don't, if I'm a GM or a head coach of any team that has a quarterback that might not be the future for that team, I don't want to get no. Mariota because <laughs> it's just going to create this. Oh, is it going to be Mariota or is it going to be this guy? Who is it? Is a competition in camp? We don't know what's going on. I, I just don't think it's worth having on your team at this point. And if you have somebody that you know for sure is the starting quarterback and you get Mariota, great. Right. That's a, actually a pretty good backup to have. But and other than that, I don't see it. Before we get out of here and end Fantasy Fuel and start the Back Row Jets show, we have to say the Raiders put an original round tender on Nathan Peterman. Just in case anybody <laughs> is out there that wants to poach him off the Raiders, you're going to have to give up the original round draft pick. I mean, it might be worth it to somebody. I don't know. It is not the Buffalo Bills quarterback watch anymore, but I thought I'd give a throwback to that one. Anyway, that is going to do it for us at Fantasy Fuel. You can find us on Twitter at Fantasy Fuel, Facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel. We'll be doing the Back Row Jets show in just a minute. And if you're into audio dramas, please check out TheVailedWest.com, TheVailedMonarch.com. And real soon, less than a month away, we pirates. <laughs> so, all right, thanks for listening. And don't forget to stay cool up now that the season is actually in swing again.